It's your boy C Ro Money Money. That's C.RO double dollar sign. Host of the Nerding with Friends podcast. I'm joined tonight by my co-host, Codename Comet. Hey, what's going on, my fellow blurs, nerds, and peaceful herds? It's your boy, Codename Comet, no Donati. Ooh, that's a new one. I never heard no <laughs> shit like that before. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you a little thumb something about it. It's uh, it was uh, found in 1858 by. What's his name? Italian astronomer Giovanni Battista Donati, who first observed it in June 2nd, 1980, oh, excuse me, 1858, after but, the great of 1811. Batista, like the wrestler. Something like it, bro. He was out here dropping dropping bows and RKOs on these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. So we back, y'all. Um, tonight we're joined by a good friend of mine, a fellow podcaster with Anchor, self selfless plug right there. Um, he's got a, a a sports podcast, all things sports. You want to know football, baseball, basketball. You want to talk some numbers. You know, gambling's legal now. Let's get it. That's hey, the man. That's the man you want to talk to. Introducing my boy Marcus Bryant, host of the MB8 Cast. What's up, family? How y'all doing? <laughs> hey, hey, look, I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not gonna get in my bag like like my man did on the intro. I, I ain't got nothing like that. But <laughs> what's up, man? It's good to be here. I appreciate y'all having me on our show. Oh, it's good to have you, man. So I got my boy here okay, tonight. Welcome. I got my boy here tonight because we're talking sports. We're we're nerding about something else other than anime and cartoons, and that's fine. Nerds come in all different shapes and sizes, all colors and creeds, and walk of life. Yes, sir. So we're talking football tonight, and we're talking some 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 good stuff. So somebody sent me a video the other day, and it was of uh, damn, Lashawn McCoy. And uh, what's the cornerback for Buffalo? White. Yeah, Tredavious uh, White. Tredavious White. And they was talking about when, uh, damn, what was his name? Uh, Devontae. Devontae Davis? Devontae Davis. When he quit oh, at halftime. When he quit at halftime half during the Chargers <laughs> game. And I thought to myself, man. That might have been my favorite game as a Charger. And then I had to stop myself and I had to think. And I had some fun thinking about all the good games I've enjoyed. And I wanted to get uh, Codename and Mark here tonight to discuss our teams. Just a, a little bit of a, a spoiler. None of our teams won the Super Bowl. So they ain't going to hit no Super Bowl talk. <laughs> at uh, any of these games. Yeah, we doing our best out here. Bro. We ain't <laughs> made it yet. <laughs> we made it to one, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> bro, I, I, I don't know what the Super Bowl looks like in Jacksonville, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I can tell you what it looks like in Jacksonville. I just couldn't tell you what Jacksonville looked like playing in it. There you go, because <laughs> we did host one. We did host one. It was nice. <laughs> it was It was a fun time. <laughs> So just to preface here, some of you y'all might have known I like to rep them pretty hard on here when I get a chance to. Um, I'm a Chargers fan. It's been tough. Um, I stayed with them throughout the move. I stayed with them throughout 
uh, Mike McCoy. I stayed, I stayed with him when I shouldn't have. <laughs> but I'm still here. Man, Cole, no, no, Cole. no, no, look. It, it is nothing. It is nothing worse than being a Jaguar fan, bro. Every year I got people telling me it's okay to hop on a bandwagon. Every year I have to go through, are y'all moving to England? Every year, bro, it's something. It is something. Even when we was winning, they were still yeah, asking me, are we moving crazy. to London? I'm winning team to London. Yeah, that's what I was uh, – it, 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 the craziest thing is, y'all, Jacksonville is the only team I've seen get that kind of disrespect. How are you – you're in the AFC Championship about to beat the Patriots, and then the next year, hey, y'all moving to London? Y'all ain't just see what they just did? What you mean? What they moving for? <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah, and I myself am uh, – I, I didn't – see, I, I thought I would see the, my, the team I've always loved and the team I've always seen, you know, being a Jacksonville, uh, being one of my my hometown, um, I, I was hoping to see them in the Super Bowl. My favorite team since I was eight years old, you know, me knowing to go super left field is the, the Minnesota Vikings. So, you know, so I've been a fan since the Dante Cole Pepper days. Oh. So I didn't see rise and fall. I'd have seen, you know, Brett Favre take a hit or 30 and you know in a game <laughs> <laughs> you know but you know i don't i don't even know what a super bowl would sound like for the you know for the for minnesota we we taking all kind of l's right now we might I, even I lose think, the Timberwolves. <laughs> I, I, I think it's right <laughs> oh my god i forgot about y'all drafted christian ponder <laughs> you know, oh and, you, know you know the god. best thing the best thing about dra- me us drafting Christian Ponder because I'm, I'm I was born in Tallahassee, so you know naturally I was born a Seminole, you know grew into you know so I was basically a born native who turned into a Viking, um, and watching Christian Ponder in college, it, you might see a little promise, you might see like I right, he might be a little something something, and then you realize ah oh, that FSU team was just good and Christian Ponder is trash because when he got to the Vikings. Bruh, I can't tell you how many times I wanted him to just be sitting on the bench at the beginning of the game. Like, yeah, they realized it's about that time. Quarter, quarterback <laughs> evaluation is not as easy as it sounds. It, it's not. It's they, but the Vikings have proven to uh, not get that I, I, right several times. I don't want to hear that from a man who had Philip Rivers for years. You you don't know a quarterback struggle. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> me, don't. He don't. Me and Cole name know how I feel to have a quarterback. I don't. Stay out of this this conversation. You just getting. <laughs> hey, you, you still good. Let me let me say this. <laughs> I went from Drew Brees to Philip Rivers, and look. I'm happy with what we got. And with that, I'm going to start off on my favorite game as a Charger right now. But let me say some honorable mentions because I would be remiss to not include some of these fan favorites. All right, let's hear. LT's record breaker. Of course. Antonio Gates' record breaker. Even though that game was a loss, him having that record him being at that point the longest tenured charger that was that was special for me i was happy about that 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 felt good to see gates get that i hope he's a first ballot 
So he better be. Yeah, I, I would think so. There's not that many yeah. times that, that, that like he top five for sure. I oh, think yeah. I think he's. We're gonna get into that another day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get sidetracked. That that's another day. So so, last season wasn't too good for us. The season before that, we went twelve and four, and there were a lot of good games from that year. Um, there was the Steelers game that was real close. Um, that came down to a field goal win after there was two missed field goals before that third time he got it because they kept getting the penalties. He kept getting closer. I always <laughs> love to. I always love when Rivers beats Ben and Eli. So of that's course. one. Yeah. The Chiefs game when we broke the streak. Mike Williams balled out. I think he had three touchdowns. I think he had a rushing score, and he caught the game winning two point conversion. That was Jeez. beautiful. That was beautiful to see the first round pick from before after his his bad rookie season come into something like that. Um, but there's also the game, I think it was that year, when we played Buffalo and we beat them so bad that Vontae Davis quit at halftime. The man just oh. said, you know what, this is it, I'm done playing. That has to be the greatest Charger fan moment of all time. I've never, ever, bro, that's something you hear about in, like, pickup basketball. Like, bro, I'm quit. I'm done. Y'all ain't passing me the ball. But for a grown man in the NFL to retire, he didn't quit, bro. He retired. retired. <laughs> he said this is a young man's game. Like, nigga, we got to that's, that's Pop Warner shit. They had a whole season left. Right. <laughs> If y'all haven't seen the video, please go watch with uh, <laughs> them boys when they was talking about that. I'm going to see if I can find the link and put it in the description. But my favorite game right now as a Chargers fan has to be a Buffalo game, the Buffalo game the year prior in 2017 for so many pivotal reasons that all just came into play. <sighs> Let me pause real quick. So in a score of 54 to 24, Damn. The, the Chargers gave the Bills one of the worst beatings I've ever seen <laughs> my Chargers put on anybody. And this, this is why it's my favorite. It was a clear win. The Chargers are notorious for close games, notorious for losing close games. So when we got up that much in the first half, I was chilling. And you know it's a good game when they take out Phillip Rivers. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. You're not lying. You know either something's gone horribly wrong or something's going completely right. And in this case, it was the latter. Because Kellen Clemens, a.k.a. backup MVP, did the damn thing. I think he had three passes. But that's not the point. <laughs> it was a dominant a, domi- a, a dominant defensive showing. One of the most dominant I've seen where a defense has three touchdowns, five interceptions, and a strip sack for a total of six turnovers. 
It came on all levels. Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram coming off the edge. The first time we got to see a full season of them healthy and them being possibly top three greatest pass rush duo in the league right now. Bosa stripped the ball. Ingram picked it up for the scope. The linebackers, Corey Toomer, somebody you might be familiar with. Uh, Mark, he spent some time with the Jags, I believe, under that that shitty-ass coach, Gus Bradley. They've all been shitty, huh? <laughs> they really have. Really he, he actually had the first pick of the game, the linebacker. And if you know anything about the 2017 Chargers, they ran a base dime defense. So you got production from all three levels because you got uh, interception return for a touchdown. Casey Hayward came away with two that day. Trey Boston, the safety, got one. Um, Trevor Williams, a cornerback, he got another one. It was a balanced performance from the offense. Rivers had 20 completions. Gordon rushed for 20 yards. 20? Oh, oh, man, I'm tripping. No, no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Gordon had 20 rushes. Excuse me. Gordon okay. had 20 rushes. I don't care how many yards he had because he's a bum. He had one touch. He had one touchdown. I'll give him that. But he's still a bum. Did he, he pass the century he mark? Did he what? Did he pass the century mark? And what? In in that game. Did he get a hundred yards that game? No. I think he got eighty. Four yards a carry ain't bad. Stop it. All right, all right, all right. We not, we are not getting into this Melvin We are we're not gonna want, get into this. I want today. no smoke. <laughs> but here's here's the icing on the cake for that game. Because that year the Bills were in playoff contention. People saw them at least getting into the wild card. The Chargers had a worse record at the time. And their head coach thought it would be a good idea to bench their quarterback and start Nathan Peterman, a fifth-round pick. Y'all heard all them turnovers I mentioned? They all came from Nathan Peterman. He threw like five that day? Five interceptions and one fumble, which resulted in the touchdown. I've Hmm. never, I've never in my whole life known one man to be known from one game <laughs> into Nathan Nathan Peterman. Check me out here. Check me out here. I got some I got a few stats for Peterman for that game. He went six for fourteen for sixty six yards. Oh my God. He had a QBR of 0. .6 and he had two rushes for four yards. Needless yeah. to say, by halftime, everybody had enough of Nathan Peterman. So they put in <laughs> including Nathan Peterman. They put in the quarterback who had gotten them into the playoff discussion, who also just happens to be the current starter for the Los Angeles Chargers right now, Tyrod Taylor. In that game, Tyrod went 15 for 25 for 158 yards, one passing touchdown, and one rushing touchdown, which was essentially all garbage time. Tyrod had more 
completions than Nathan Peterman had attempts. <laughs> Bro. I... It, it, it's, it's blatant disrespect, not only to the Chargers, but to Tyrod. So that was also the moment watching this game, knowing there's no way the Bills can win, but saying, damn, if Tyrod started this game, they might not have won. And that's when I've always been a Tyrod fan. I wanted him to get his shine when he was with the Ravens. I feel bad for what happened in Cleveland. That was a failed experiment from the get-go, set up for failure. But that game gave me so much hope when I found out that we got Tyrod. I like what he can do. He's mobile. He's conservative. He's going to make the right plays. He's a smart player. And I was like, damn, I wouldn't mind if Tyrod was my quarterback. And he a bruh. Like, let's be real. I, I like I, I like a bruh, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that, that's nah, me, I'd be rocking with Tyrod since the Virginia Tech days. Hey, hey, I, I can't go that far back because I'm a Miami fan and all them black quarterbacks was killing us from VTech. Michael Vick, <laughs> Marcus Vick. <laughs> I, I couldn't become a fan until after they left, but I am there with you guys. As soon as the boys left, I was a fan, man. I, I, I really hope Tyrod goes to, to L.A. and does something, but you know, Ross, I've been telling you from the draft, you know, that leash is short. That leash is very short. I know. I know. He, he's uh, there with a duty and a plan, and that plan is to do as well as he can and groom the young man and yep. get the hell up out of there. That's, yep. He playing he playing a Jameis right now. Right. My My dream scenario is that he ball out They'd be like, you know what? We're going to need you for about two more years, Tyrod. In those two years, get oh, Tyrod yeah, Ty a ring. <laughs> I, I don't – bro, you thinking way – Right. A whole draft pick, number five. <laughs> he was number, number five or number six? He was number six. Thank you very much. He was a top <laughs> ten draft pick. I don't bro. care. You know, many, six you, know, that he sit. you know how many top 10 picks, including quarterbacks that ain't been shit? I ain't saying Justin Herbert ain't going to be shit, but I like what I got in Tyrod. I don't like the 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 I don't like the fact that he hasn't had much experience. I, I, he hasn't had any NFL experience. What the hell I'm talking about? This man, I'm not I'm not putting a rookie behind that offensive line. You would be nah, dumb too. You yeah, would be dumb too. Not a rookie who's known for his with, winning. With no preseason, I wouldn't. He's, would, he's gonna take the fuck off and get slapped out. With yeah. that suspect left side, I can't do it. In good heart. Yeah, but what I tell you, after looking at y'all first five games, I, if Tyrod don't have a winning record from those five games, which is gonna be tough regardless, those first five games are brutal. Yes, they are. They got do you got the Chiefs? Yeah. Yep. I think they you better hope your defense step up, bro. Yeah. It, it's it, they first five games is tough, man. Like it Tyrod at his absolute best can pull out a four and one. 
But if Tyrod come out and wants to play check down Charlie like he does, two and three might be the might be his real actual best case scenario. And at that point, at two and three, it ain't even about the coaching staff, man. Them fans gonna start putting pressure. And I'm telling you, as a Jaguar fan, I know how it's like to have the fans questioning the quarterbacks every 20 seconds, man. And it it, it ties the coaching staff's hands, and they're gonna throw the Herbert in and. You just gotta hope for the best at that point. The the thing to me was it's gonna be a make or break for a lot of coach, a lot of these rookie players is how are they dealing with the COVID situation because yeah. instead of being out in the field, being at practice and stuff like that, they may or may not have gotten their playbooks, and they may actually be taking advantage of. It. But for the most part, we don't know. I think Tyrod in his situation, knowing where he that he has to step forward and, you know, make a situation for himself. Cause at the end of the day, like you said, like that leash is short at the yeah. very, at the, like, even if he does well, I feel like even if he has a winning season, they drafted a quarterback. They want mm-hmm. that quarterback. Like a year tops. But after that year is gone. I just, and, I just, and see, that's the one thing I say about all the quarterbacks that have, or are transferring to a new team in general. That I mean, even for Tom Brady, like this this stuff is hard. Tom Brady's going from a system where everything was five yards, ten yards. Yeah. Now he's going to a Bruce Arian system where Bruce likes to stretch the stretch the field. Look at the and receivers when, he has. He, he, exactly. He has the receivers to do it. Like Right. So I I don't blame Bruce, but it, it's gonna be a transition period for every quarterback who's transferred to a new team or is coming into a new team. So the whole thing is going to be interesting. I'm eager to see what the Chargers are going to do regardless because, like you said, they picked Buddy with the sixth pick. Their plans are clearly they want to go ahead and give the chains and give give that power to Herbert eventually this year. At some point, yeah. Because they could easily they could have easily taken that pick and you know gotten like an Isaiah Simmons or you know switched it up and got somebody on right. You picked up Jalen Hurts like within your your first couple picks. I'm pretty sure the Eagles still picked after them in the second the second round. Chris, you can correct me on that if I'm wrong. Uh, they yep. done, they yep. so the Eagles did pick after you know, them in the second round. So yeah, y'all easily could have got gotten a Jalen Hurts and a Jalen Hurts would to me would need two years of a Tyrod Taylor to learn under it. So right. it would have made more of a system and it well, could transition right into another of that same style of player with a little more of the mechanics and a little more of a, a upside to, you know, his playing ability. I love Hurts. I, I, I wish we would have drafted Hurts over Herbert, especially because we traded back into the first. We didn't have a second round pick. We didn't have a second or a third round pick. Really? Yeah, we we traded back into the first to grab Kenneth Murray. I would have preferred to get Murray if you wanted him that much to get him with the pick if you wanted the linebacker that bad. And then you still got a second and third pick, and you could have got a Jalen Hurts Mm -hmm. who would have been cheaper at quarterback, and you could have groomed him. Exactly. And then that that way, picking up a Tyrod Taylor in the offseason makes a little more sense. It, it, you're not spinning. You're not throwing out the the stack to everybody just because you moved to LA. But see, that's that's also the thing though too that I think 
threw a ratchet in that whole plan because Jacksonville, we picked before you guys traded up, right, Chris, in that first round. So with us taking a, a linebacker there, messed you guys up. And, and everything I've read, everything I've watched, Kenneth Murray before that knee injury, what everyone was saying was the best linebacker of this draft. Yeah, it they was him or Queen. Him or Queen. Yeah, before his knee injury, man, they man, I was reading up on him, and they were saying, like, we wouldn't have even had a shot, you know, with him in our second – with our second first-round pick. And that was still kind of early. They were saying Kenneth Murray was a top-ten pick. And just like I told you for, uh, when you guys got him in the draft, I thought that was a great pick. But, like, yeah. when, when his knee injury came down, it, it, it forced your hand. It forced yeah. your hand, you know. I know personally there weren't many of those rookies that I see starting year one anyway. Mm-hmm. So I figured why not grab, you know, something like a linebacker that's going to have more of an immediate impact than to have somebody you know you're going to want to sit at least a year that you're not yeah. going to want to throw out there. Even with the talents you've got, you see what's going on with COVID. You got to you gotta think smarter. But enough about these charges because I'm trying to be high on them and y'all bringing me down. I just well, talked about how they've been, been whooping been niggas' asses. This ain't the Charges podcast. <laughs> Nerding podcast. Let's nerd out about, let's see. Uh, code name. What? What? What's yours? We're gonna save the best for last. This man has a sports podcast. So we know he gonna break it down. He got the take of all takes. So uh, I, I go ahead and get my mediocre ass take out of the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right. So uh, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow my co-host here, and um, I, I I gotta definitely throw in the honorable mentions. I would say my honorable mentions first. Just to the, to get the the charge of shame out of the way, it's uh, Adrian Peterson's two ninety six. Oh, <laughs> I do, I knew that. Yeah, was awesome. I, I knew that. I, I gotta get the last one oh, just man. because, like, yo, like watching that game and just seeing how close he was to breaking the record, and you know, seeing that he w- he was able to at least surpass you know Jamal Lewis and the you know. It, it was nuts, yo. I can't even be mad at that. When AP, yeah. said, when AP said he wanted the record, I said, hey, I'm glad that, that we are part of that. When they show his highlights, <laughs> you know that's going to be on there. Absolutely right. Like, you know, just, you know, definitely a first, to me a first ballot Hall of Fame. For AP is to still to this day going to be one of the greatest running backs, you know, ever to touch the field. Yeah. It's definitely – ever to wear a Vikings jersey. So uh-huh. uh, I, I wouldn't say it was my favorite game, but, you know, definitely in there. Uh, my second game, um, it's it's a little more, to me, a little more nuanced because it wasn't the best game, but it, it's, uh, it, it, it goes down in infamy because of the last two minutes. Uh-huh. And I don't know if y'all seen that game against the Ravens in the snow. But to see that little back and forth between um, the from the the pass on the Ravens side and the quick touchdown from the I think it was Ty Heat, and then we get the ball back, you know, drive down the field real quick. It's like, all right, yeah, we about to take this thing, and then punk ass Jacoby Jones runs back, return, <laughs> and I'm just like. All right, well we gonna we gonna do what we can, but it's like I can't be mad at it because he did it in the snow, so like respect. But it's like <laughs> Jacoby Jones gonna... was a monster back in the day, boy. Absolutely fast. 
air, bro. Like whenever he got the ball, it's just like this could be it. Like yeah, I thought it was gonna be the second coming of Devin Hester. I did too. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I don't know if he got hurt or it's just like he went to the Chargers. That's what happened. That's what happened. Blocking ain't the same. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then we you know it comes down to like the last couple minutes, and we get this. Uh, everyone thought we were crazy for doing it, but uh, you know Ricky Spielman is just a little nuts when it comes to drafting these picks, and we 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 picked up. We had a little three piece that year. And one of those pieces was a little, uh, I want to say a little, a big young man named Cordero Patterson, oh. who oh, did not run the best routes. When he had the <laughs> ball in his hand, he better get the fuck out of the way. Because he's yeah. fast and he's big, you know. So he gets, you know, he gets a little tossed to the right. And it's like, all right, you know, what is he going to do with it? Everyone's around him. My dude hits one cut up. Burns everybody within the next three yep. seconds. Out of there. And then when he gets to there, there's one cornerback think he about to do something. My dude hits him with the. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's the funniest <laughs> shit, bro. Because like you could tell, cornerback is like, damn, bro, I fucked up. I'm about to lose money. As soon as he hit the ground, bro, touchdown. But, <laughs> but. Hey, speaking of cornerbacks fucking up. How do our cornerbacks <laughs> fucking up the bag? <laughs> Just a perfect segue. <laughs> we talking like my absolute favorite game. Like it's it's no question it's the Minneapolis miracle. And it's not even mm. because it has a name, but uh, <laughs> it's the whole situation in itself. It's one of them nights I'm just, you know, I knew I, I knew the Vikings were playing. I knew it was my birthday, but I knew I couldn't get off work because I needed to get that cash. So I'm like, all right. By the time, you know. Damn, the game, that's when you was at the restaurant, right? That's when I was at the restaurant. Damn. Uh, they, they produced that on your birthday? On my birthday. So I was <laughs> like, you know what? You know, it's, it's, it's all right. Happy boy, birthday. The guys was looking out for you, boy. <laughs> that's why I believe, bro. The whole <laughs> night, I was like, yo. Is it like my, my homeboy Justin's at the you know at the bar letting me know what's going down and I'm like it gets to the last couple minutes I'm already closed up and stuff like that my boss like I was like hey man it's like five minutes it's like you know five minutes less in the game this is done this is done this is done all I'm doing is wait for you to let these motherfuckers out right here we can slide I don't talk to them they cool with me watching the game they know I'm a fan they cool we cool can <laughs> I watch this game he like. So I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here watching the game. I'm running back in because somebody makes some chicken. And then my, my dog like, yo, it's over. It's, 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 you know, the last you know, couple seconds of the game. Yeah, I think it's, it's tied up. But y'all, you know, what is it? I think we were down, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saints, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, we were, no, we were, I'm pretty sure it was down because Saints had just done some Saint ass shit. You know, Drew Brees did what he did. Shout you know, out to Drew Brees. Drew Brees did Drew Brees. Oh, that's. And I wish, and I wish you did. I wish you had, you could have done that when you were saying the stupid shit you were saying. But you know, people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But Drew Brees on the field. Yeah, Golly, back then, bro. Drew Brees is nasty. Back yeah. then, to this day. To this day. To this day. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so, like, you know. 
he really did make like the 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 scariest part about that moment i'm not gonna lie when i went back in the kitchen it took him just that long to score man it, it was it was it was fucking crazy and i was only in the kitchen for a solid like two minutes so you know that's maybe like three minutes on the field or three 30 seconds on the field and bruh scored a whole 80 yards man that shit was nuts who was but the quarterback my, that was Drew. Oh, you talking about the? Oh, we had Case. That was Keenum. That was Keenum. We had Dirty Case, Keenum, who was that doing was wow. that year, bro. Bro, Kena, to me, Keenum could have got the check that year. I would have never given it to, to fucking Kirk Cousins over what Case Keenum. I said the same thing. I would have never ever wasted as a waste of fucking money. I got Teddy on the bench. I'll take Keenum right now. Let's see what Teddy. Right. Got. Look where Teddy is now. Starting. The fuck. <laughs> Hey, Case was perfect for that offense. Like he found, really? he found the spot where he belonged. Like he brought, Case he brought, was balling. Everybody, everybody was like brought out to like what they like what they could do. Yeah, you make the same moves, not move Case, and you and like I said, you keep Teddy. Like, yep, somebody's gonna win this job if Case goes down. If you if you decide not to like pay Case anymore because you feel like he's not gonna be the job, then bring Teddy up. You brought him in here in the first place for a reason. I digress. Yep. We'll, we'll see what the world is. <laughs> <laughs> Moving back. Um, Diggs so yeah. with the catch, though. Diggs with the catch. Case with the side throw. And my dog on the Saints with the whiff. Mm. <laughs> the so, perfect storm. It, it was. was the and I storm. literally called it. All to the very last second, I was telling them, "Yo, this game is not over until it's over." And someone told me today, I call it the gods of God from above, told me, "Yo, you got happy birthday." And when I tell you, I jumped over a table when he caught that ball. I <laughs> caught it with him, and the table missed me just as homeboy got missed, and I was like, "This is gonna cry, bro." My bro, I think I cleaned that kitchen in all of 45, 45 minutes because I was so hyped, bro. I had <laughs> this nigga just prepared a table to an NFL athlete. Hey, they did the same thing. Absolutely oh. nothing in the situation. So. <laughs> Damn. So, so uh, yeah, y'all actually just beat the Saints again last year. Off a of, off a of questionable. People will say it was a push off by Rudolph. How you uh, feel about that one? I'll tell you, it was a push off. From the reason it's a push off, it's a push off because of the rules of a push off. You can't extend your arm. He extended. Right. I think about it as terms as like as many flag football games I played. I know I can't do that. So definitely pushed off. But in that situation, one he didn't need to. I think they kind of acknowledge that too. It's like we're already at this point. It would right. be too much to, to change all of this now. It just just let it be. And, I, like, the way they, they played that game up until that point, they, they beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. They beat the shit out of them. The score was close, but they beat the shit out of them. Taysom Hill just had a great game. That's what I would say. Taysom Hill carried them. Without Taysom yeah. Hill, that game would have been – it would have been 21, pass up the sticks, New Orleans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, they, they would have been they would have been ready to run Drew Brees out of New Orleans after that game. Quick man. without Taysom. <laughs> With the quickness. 
Vikings, but, Vikings do. I feel like Vikings be having underrated defense. I feel like y'all defense oh, yeah. didn't get talked about enough, especially with y'all front. Oh God, yeah, our front is something nuts, bro. Daniel Hunter is something crazy, bro. And the oh fact my they God, pulled, they pulled Brad out of nothing. He was like, he was younger when they pulled when they uh, drafted him. They thought they were dumb for dumb for doing it, but they turned him into a monster. And we, and to me, we we honestly dropped off major in the secondary. I really hope we kind of get it back with the draft picks we just got. And yeah, y'all talking like talking about like players who got to start immediately. Pretty much, I'm pretty sure like there will be four to five of our draft picks this year that will be starting. Yeah, yeah y'all let everyone walk. Y'all let everyone. We picked up we picked up Linval Joseph, so I've been watching a lot of him and just seeing that. Huh? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he is. That's a big man. Just him already, bro. He's so. He's he nasty, right? In the in but, the nose. But y'all, he freed up so much for y'all ends to do work though. That that bruh. There's a reason why Everson Griffin and uh fucking before him you had Jared and then Jared Allen. Allen. Yeah. Allen, bruh. Because Linval has, has been there for the last four to five years, bro. I remember mm-hmm. when we picked him up. Yeah, Giants, Giants don't know right? what to do. Yeah, Giants ain't know what to do with him. Giants don't know what they be doing right now. Of course. Like, like, with everything that happens with the Vikings, I'm never really, like, worried. I feel like they make a lot of smart decisions as far as the office is concerned. Um, like, I'm not even mad at the Diggs cut or the Diggs trade. I, I'm happy. That he wanted I'm, out. He wanted out for a long time. And the fact that they were playing around with it, I'm I'm happy that they, like, held on to it till somebody, like, hey, I get you all of this shit for it. What up? Yeah. See, you got that fancy toy over there that you don't need no more. <laughs> <laughs> shit. And he ended up going to Buffalo. Let's hope that yeah. LA can get another win on the board. <laughs> hey, bro, put a 54 on them. Fuck them. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. I like, I like Casey Hayward and Stefan. I think that'd be a nice little matchup. Oh, that'll be beautiful. I like Case over a lot of these corners, man. I like Casey. Uh, he nice. I, he nice. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. It's not about the Chargers. I got to spread the love. <laughs> Let's spread the love. You got any more on that code name? Nah, man. That's all I got, man. I'm out here with my Viking shirt right now. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to being able to support next year. Oh, I know y'all can't see, but I got these shorts on from the actual Chargers camp. Ooh, <laughs> I hear that thing. My dog had name dropping. My dog had bringing out that real merch. You know Come saying? on. <laughs> you all right. I know a guy. I know somebody that knows somebody. <laughs> all right, Mark. So lay it on us. Because I don't think I know your favorite game. Yeah. The Jaguars like, have produced. I haven't seen, like, many of Jaguars games. And, then, like, I'm not, oh, even, go, not even, like, down to them. We're going to get some, some Maurice they Jones. Some good, Drew? I said they huh? got some good games. Like, I'm right, yeah, well. seeing some shit. <laughs> Look, as a Jaguar fan, we done been through the ugly, the good, the bad. I have a few games, bro. Like, I have a few games that I absolutely love. I got – it was so hard for me to pick an actual game, bro, that I actually have a series of games. Mm. A series, like one, two in a row, like pow, pow, pow. Like, I had to dig deep for this. Okay. So, I'm going to actually start with the first game that popped up in my head. Uh, I want to say this was 2008, 2009. So at this point, 
Fred Taylor has now passed the torch to Maurice Jones Drew. Mm. So we play the the Titans, and at the time, the Titans had who? CJ two K the year he went nuts. Oh two thousand year. I already nuts. know. <laughs> he went nuts. And okay, yes, we lost this game, but it, if you like football, bro. That was a this, dog fight, boy. Bro, this was bro, a game to was, watch. It, them, boys was, them boys were trying to outdo each other that day. But look, I graduated in 2011. So I was a I was a sophomore when this game came out. But I remember it like it was yesterday. And the only thing I don't remember, I look back at the score. I'm like, man, we got beat 30 to 13. Like, I, I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked myself. But when the fuck did this shit happen? <laughs> right. But but the one thing I do remember, man, is the running backs went crazy. It seemed like CJ2K broke one off. Mojo broke one off. So, like, I had to go back. I was like, man, I, I remember this vividly. Let me go look at the stats, man. Let me tell y'all. Chris Johnson went nuts on us. This fool had, uh, I want to say, 24 carries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, he had 24 carries for 228 yards. God damn and two touchdowns. And that, bro, remember 2008? Like, that was when we had a pretty decent defense. So that was the David yep. Barrard team with Rasheem Mathis, Marcus Stroud, John Henderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, our defense was the, stacked. The, so this, Donovan Darius is still on that team. Yes, man. When I tell you, it felt like every time he touched the ball, it was 20-plus yards. And it wasn't because the defense was bad. It was just, this man was a crack, yeah, he just, crackhead. He's he like a fucking <laughs> mad Bro, it was no catching that man. It didn't matter. But as crazy as his stats were, 24 for 200. What did I say? 24 for 228? Yeah, 24 for 228. Okay. Bro, Maurice Maurice Jones Drew went just as crazy, bro. Maurice Jones Drew had eight carries for 177 yards, bro, and two touchdowns. So, like, I'm trying to tell – bro, I'm trying to tell you. A lot of people, I I can guarantee – a lot of people did not watch this game, but I'm sure that by the by the time Tuesday came, you knew the highlights of that because they were just going back and forth. 20-yard touchdown, 50-yard touchdown, 70-yard touchdown. Ooh. It was insane. Bro, we got that smashed. was a back stuff. Right, <laughs> right. And we got – I mean, like I said, now that I look back at the score, I had to wipe the crust out of my eyes because I had to make sure I was seeing that. Right. <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, man, okay. But that was definitely that was the first game that instantly popped popped in my head. Um uh so my the series that I was talking to y'all about is actually in 2018. So this is pretty relevant. It's pretty new. Most people are gonna remember this. It's actually our AFC playoff run. Mm. Our first game yeah, was our first game was against the Bills, man, and it was a bloodbath. I think the final score was only like 10 to 6. Like, no one could do anything. And believe it or not, bro, the best player on the field was Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Bro, dude ran for like 100 yards. He carried us. <laughs> going in that game, bro. He's <laughs> going absolutely hey, damn that game. Man, I put all my hope and faith and Blake Borders after that game. And, and and because of this, that whole playoff run, I actually don't hate him. I don't hate, bro. Mm. I really don't. After don't, after he after I, he carried I, us, 
to that 10-6 win. We went to actually my favorite game ever, the Steelers. Anybody who's a Anybody who's a Jacksonville fan knows that there is always that rivalry with the Steelers. We can't stand them, and they can't stand us. And I can tell you who can't stand us the most is Big Ben because he can't beat us for shit. That man can't beat us to save his life. Three times that year. Mm. I love every minute of it. They they couldn't do nothing with Jacks that year. They had their fucking number, boy. Bro, that was (laughs) – that was that was when I realized I already knew Jalen Ramsey was special. Boy, but you had to you had to go against AB three times, and I guess you can kind of say this playoff game he had based on stats, AB had a great game. But if you watch the game, them boys got locked up. Big Ben numbers are are padded, man. He ended the game with over four hundred yards passing, five touchdowns, and only one pick. But he also had one uh, fumble that went for a touchdown to Tubman Smith. Uh, and two or three of his touchdowns came from, like, fourth down plays, bro, where he just threw the ball up, where he threw the ball up, man. And I'm sitting here. As a matter of fact, man, I'm at work, and I remember it like it's yesterday. I'm watching the game. Jacksonville come out, punch him in the mouth. We up 14 nothing. I'm like, oh, boy, they we about to roll through Pittsburgh. And they – do some old BS Hail Mary on fourth and whatever, and A.B. does A.B. things and catches it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And uh, we just, bro, we kept scoring. Like this man, Blake Bortles was over here being efficient. I had right. Leonard Fournette over here running over people because that was his rookie year, I want to say. So he right, was, he was, he, he was, was the shit that year. Thank you. <laughs> bro, oh, my dog Leo oh, was snapping. Bro, the whole the, playing now with the way he was playing that year. Man, I he is my favorite player on the team right now because of that year. And I'm I'm not trying to give up on my on him yet, man. But bro had a hell of a game. He had a hundred yards and like three touchdowns. It that game was special. And then like the final score ended up being uh 45-42. So they made it closer than what it should have been. But if you watch the game, like you say, uh, how the Vikings whooped the Saints' ass. That's how it was for us and the Steelers. We we beat their ass, man. It 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 was one of those games that was close. But as a fan, the game was never in question. I was never stressed and I was never worried. Like, damn, Big Ben is about to win this game. Damn, AB about to do something. Man, uh, Le'Veon Bell didn't even run for eighty yards that game. Like we one of those games you watch and you just make you a proud fan. Man, come on, you couldn't at that moment. At that moment in my life. As a Jaguar fan, you couldn't tell me shit. <laughs> you, you couldn't tell me shit, man. I was like, yeah, man, <laughs> boy, I was like, bring on anybody. Listen, man, I always said y'all was a quarterback away from a Super Bowl that year. But but that's the thing. That's the thing. It's so hard to say that because when you go to that Bills game, we wouldn't have won with a pocket passer. Because the Bills was locking us up. Again, Blake Bortles ran for 100 yards. I'm saying that year, Bortles might have that, – that might have been a good season for Bortles. But I'm saying if your team is that good and you got a, a quarterback that's getting it done to be just yeah. a quarterback away, that's saying something. It is. Because you went up against Tom Brady and the Patriots. They won that year, right? Did they win that year or was it the Eagles? Eagles. It Eagles. Was the Eagles. Eagles. 
Yeah. So I think I think that Jaguars team would have beat. I think that Jaguars team would have beat the Eagles. Yes, Definitely. we would have, man. Don't remind me. I'm about to throw this laptop out this window, man. I think they would have beat them. I just we think it's, it's you. It's you just, you're gonna throw your laptop every time I think about that game. The, the Jaguars, <laughs> the Eagles against the Vikings that year, bro. seven to thirty-six. Yeah, y'all, bro, y'all <laughs> got they smacked. Made, they made it look like fucking child's play. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, they, they made it look like we had no business being there, dog. Like, was, I, bro, I was so I was so mad at y'all because, like, my family, I have on my mom's side, they're Saint fans. They're all from Louisiana, that Mississippi, that Gulf area. So I always gravitate and watch them and I was so mad at y'all because I was like for y'all to put out the Saints and y'all lay this egg out here I was like y'all don't not only did y'all re-embarrass the Saints y'all embarrassed them twice y'all man went out there and just was horrible man like we forgot what we were playing for like we played all this way and just like nah ain't no Super Bowl after this let's right last week was our Super Bowl the Minneapolis Miracle. That's how they gonna remember us this year. That's how it felt. <laughs> and you know, in an alternate timeline, this is a very different podcast because it would have been a Jaguars Vikings Super Bowl. They should have been. I wanted it. I called. I, I I was I was asking for it. Yo, I wanted it so bad. It was the. It should have been the closest that we had ever gotten to that. It would have been a great Super Bowl too. Hey, look, I, in the beginning of that year, though, I actually called – I thought that was the year I was going to get my two my two squads. I thought it was going to be the Saints. But then after that miracle, I was like, man, if the Saints going to go out like that, I'd rather the Vikings make it so at least they can say they lost to people that went to the Super Bowl. Not I'm sorry, bro. Niggas that got smacked the fuck up. I'm sorry, <laughs> bro. God damn. I know by ass whoopings, boy. I think – Man, that – I we think the, the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm not gonna say that. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of bad things as a Chargers fan. Yeah, honestly, man, just that that Vikings game was just absolutely embarrassing. I I feel like sometimes I, I wake up in the middle of the night and I I reenact I've reenacted that whole you know scene of I guess playing as. Who was it Kirk Cousins that year? Yeah, <laughs> behind you know standing behind a line that just don't really give a fuck. Foles beasted <laughs> on y'all. Foles fucked around and beat y'all so bad. Goddamn, Martin paid his ass. <laughs> bro, bro, come on, man. Come on, bro. Contract for a year. That even Foles don't never need to leave Philly. I don't understand what these people don't get. Hold on, but it, it digs it digs deeper, bro. Not only it wasn't just Foles. Like, look, we wasn't we were so sold on Foles and that Philly system. We went and got DiFilippo to be our offensive coordinator too. Just because he spanked up on their ass. Hey, <laughs> finesse. Bro, we really bought in. We was the Jacksonville Eagles for a minute, man, for all of a half a game before he got hurt. And who, right. who, who, um, who the hell did um, Kirk Cousins whoop up so bad for y'all to give him that bag he got? Bruh, nobody, nobody. dog. 
bruh, nobody, bruh. Rick Spielman. Yeah. But see, the, <laughs> the thing yeah. is, the thing is, it looked like Jacksonville was gonna drink that Kool Aid too. So like, it was, a, it was, it was, it was a, it was, yeah. Dover, bro, we should let them drink. Kurt, bruh, Kurt, I'm gonna tell you just how Kurt walked up in the room, bruh. He, he came up in the room. He had a DVD with him. Mm. He rolled it. He had somebody. He had one of his sons rolling the TV. Look, Coop. Coop turned on the TV. He gave Coop a DVD. Track one. It was him throwing a touchdown. He looked at him. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Said Coop. Number two. <laughs> it was him running in. He looked at him again. You like that? <laughs> He kept hitting him with the same thing until they was like, yeah, bro, I fuck with that. All right. <laughs> That's the only way it makes sense because there's no sense in the deal that they paid him, bro. How much, did y'all, how much did y'all guarantee him, though? <clears throat> it was approximately $76 million with the, the, the uh, upward benefit of an 84 mil if he did certain things, but I don't think he did. But he was able at the end of the third year of that deal to extend for another two years for approximately 31 years or $31 million a piece. So we're still stuck with it. Yeah. We, like I said, Jacksonville is going to offer him the same thing. I think our thing was we were trying to give him 80 mil in guaranteed cash. So it, it, was, it was basically his choice because Jacksonville was ready to break the bank. They was done with Bortles. And I'm not going to lie, like, like I said, that playoff, that whole series, because see, I didn't even get to finish. I didn't even finish. I told y'all my favorite game, but again, <laughs> an honorable mention game was still in that series, man. I oh, hate the fact that I hate the fact that we lost, bro. But when I went back and I watched that game, bro, it was like a, it was just like I kept watching it for no reason. Like I was so hurt that I had to keep watching us lose to the Patriots because I just couldn't fathom. I couldn't, bro, I could not get my mind around the fact that we really gave up that game like that. You I know, know, I get that, bro. I feel for you, bro. As, as a Charger, the Patriots have crushed my playoff hopes many a time. Oh, as as a Vikings fan, I have seen my hopes get crushed in the, but, uh, the NFC Championship several times. But this, that's what, bro, it was in our hands. It was given to us. Like, oh, yeah. Actually, that was I, I take that back. It, was, it wasn't given, but it was in our hands. We had yeah, full control. It was your, it was, was your Super yeah, Bowl was to lose. It. Yeah, y'all it was. It. it was. And I had to rewatch it to feel that way because at the time, again, that was another game I kind of watched at work. At the time when it was all said and done, I was mad at everybody. Everybody was an N-word. Everybody was a mother effer. I, bro, nobody could talk to me. Like, my girl's a Patriot fan. I didn't even want to come home that game. That oh, I was, Bro, I was hot. Like, you could not talk to me. Football but it took, right, it, it took me, <laughs> it took to me as it. a football fan. It took me as a football fan to continue and, like, watch the game and watch the game. And I'm just like, bro, I need to stop blaming the rest. I need to look at this and be like, Y'all just didn't – y'all didn't close the deal. Y'all didn't do what y'all was supposed to do. When the game was – y'all had multiple opportunities to close the game out, and y'all wanted to sit here and act like Tom Brady wasn't the goal and wasn't going to make something happen. Eventually, great players come out. The one thing – not the one thing. I learned a lot of things in wrestling. But one thing that sticks to this point is never leave it in the hands of the refs. 
Right. Handle your business. The, nah, the refs cannot stop a domination. If you go right. out there and dominate, there's nothing the refs can do. Play but after see, play. Pick, and, pick the other guy up. <laughs> that's about it. Right. And that's what make that's what makes it so hard because we was up by like two scores when we had forced that fumble and we had picked it up and it looked like we was gonna return it for a score, but they stopped and said Miles Jack was down. At that's that time true. I forgot y'all had some y'all had some names, boy. Come on, hey. Bro, Miles they made Jack some names. Telvin Smith, Calais Campbell. Hey, uh, hey, you Hibson. know what? We, we, we about to backtrack. You know how your favorite game is my man quitting at halftime? Mm-hmm. Bro, Telvin Smith, Telvin Smith hit us with that. Ricky Williams and said, I'm going to basically retire because I want to smoke weed. It, it, bro, this man, as a Jaguar fan, we all know what this man wanted to do. You wanted to smoke, oh, yeah. bro. Just say you wanted to smoke, bro. God damn. That's it. That, that, that's all. That's all. Really the thing is, I know, I know, I know. It's people out there smoking weed in the NFL. Yeah, it's got to be. You well, know what I'm saying? So to make not, that sacrifice, to make right. that sacrifice, I don't know, man. Man, he whole retired on us, bro. He, they say he just took a year off, but I don't see that nigga in training camp right now. So that's why. <laughs> uh, Brett gone. Retired, bro. Look, go ahead Brett and get him off. Get him off the bus. At least as of right now, it seems as though he's like yeah. he's still he's still decently young, so he he could always go back. But as of right mm-hmm. now, just, I mean, I don't know, bro. He ain't played no football in a minute. Neither in did anybody game. else, though. That yeah, nigga but... been smoking weed. <laughs> That's That's and, and then I mean, and then like think about it like this. When was the last person that took an actual year off of football came back in and did like, something? Like good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it don't work. Right, it, ain't, it. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't basketball, it's right? Not, yeah. You can't right. you can't keep doing it. You're not gonna get them hits. Exactly, and and it's it's not even like you had an ACL surgery, so you're doing rehab for a year. Bro was whole. Yeah, that's like, yeah. yeah, like bro, not li- I'm, I can promise you, he he. Even if he is lifting weights, he not lifting like a football player would. He lifting the main chain probably. He's, yeah, he's not, not running around. He's not yeah, keeping his body right. healthy. He's not. He not looking good for the gram. That's all it is. Right, right. <laughs> that's all it is. Flex. So, <laughs> so that's why I'm like, yeah, go go ahead and get my man off the books, man. I hate it because he. Like you said, he relatively young. He got to be, what, 28, 29? Like, I think he'd be yeah, he's about 28, 29. Yeah, Even if he's he 30, they're still like, but it's like, how was uh, how was We need the, him right now is all I'm saying. He'd, he'd probably start. <laughs> he'd definitely start if he came back. Yeah. So, yeah, that, like, yeah for, for me, as a Jaguar fan, I have a favorite series. I have moments. Uh, like I said, my favorite game will obviously be the Steelers game, but it's just too many roller coasters to go ahead and to firmly say one. Because I, if we had this conversation again next week, it might be a totally different game that I ain't even bring up tonight. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I already thought about I already thought about games that I didn't even mention tonight, like when we played Dallas on Thanksgiving. That was another ass whooping. That's when my boy got off. 
I love me some Keenan Allen. That, oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. I think he made, like, three to five defenders miss on one play. It was, it was magic. Desmond King had to pick six on Dak. It's always good to watch the Cowboys lose on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hey, yes, it is. But to lose to the Chargers. Change it up a little bit. <laughs> Especially, you know, that was, you know, everybody thought that, you know, Dallas was all this and all that. But I'm like, no, nah, not today. But for whatever reason, Dallas always gets thrown in there running up. Always. They living off the name. That's how I feel, yeah. Like, cause I mean, Dallas ain't. I'm not saying Dallas ain't. ain't, It's not a sorry team, but I don't feel like Dallas has necessarily been like a dominant force by any means. Now, I mean, okay. One real quick. I just want to go back to Ross's situation. Can we all agree that Keenan Allen is the most underrated receiver in the league? Uh, yes. Come on, man. Underrated. Underrated. The only reason I'm going to say no is because I feel like Adam Thielen is still underrated. And I feel like Keenan Allen is talked about a little more than Adam Thielen. More? Oh, 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 no. I, I feel like no. I feel like Keenan Allen gets a little more love than Allen Thielen. Hell no. Okay, hold on. Hold on, Ross. Hold on, Ross. Before I let you get all swollen in the chest, because I can see it coming. <laughs> the only way, the only way I'm going to let you get out of this situation is because Keenan Allen is more vocal on Twitter. When you're more vocal on social media, you tend to get a little bit more love. Like, let's be real. Ocho Cinco right now, he gets so much love and flavor because he is so vocal and, and into social media that even if you weren't old enough to really pay attention, you know who Ocho Cinco was because he's so into social media that you yeah. had to look him up at least one time. So uh, that, I, I can see where you're coming from. But Keenan Allen got to be the best route runner in the league. I, obviously, other than maybe... Maybe OBJ, because OBJ can run around. But boy, Keenan the dog. Oh no, 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 no! Don't get me wrong. Like I honestly say, like Keenan Allen is top. If I say top four, right now in the league. Look, look at Chris. He he ready to get swollen in the chest. He ready to go ahead, Chris. I don't even. I don't even know if I should bring <laughs> in numbers, and just say why oh, Keenan just. Just his consistency. We know Keenan Allen. We know no, that's Ken, what I'm, oh, I'm not. Ken. I'm not disregarding the fact that he's good. I think he's better. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like that's what my agreement is. My argument is that he is not the most underrated. I think Adam Thielen is the underrated because Keenan Allen is better. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Because of his situation with Stephon Diggs, he has been the person people have said to be the best receiver on y'all team. Mm-hmm. He gets all the talk when it comes. It's him and Diggs before Cooks emerged. That's who everybody was talking about. Thielen and Diggs, what a combination they were. People were saying Thielen's better than Diggs. Or, uh, undrafted, doing all this. That's and true. that's like, and honestly, just that you even know Thielen's name, 
is credit enough to that he's not underrated. Well, I think he. But but let me let, let me make an argument on that. I'm a different fan. You are you know, different. You know me. I am a different kind of fan. I'm the type of fan who knew Adam Thielen when he was playing special teams, his first year. Back when his 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 two his 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 two accolades was the two uh, block punts and the one block punt that he ran back for a touchdown, his for his first year. Um, Adam Thielen came out the same year as Cordell Patterson, but like I said, I'm a different type of fan, and we didn't have that many receivers. So for me, like it, it by then it became something that was also. Uh, on the line of uh, fantasy football. So I started watching football as a whole. So, you know, you, you really start to look at everyone individually. So for me, for you to say Adam Thielen is more underrated than Keenan Allen, I'm I'm going to start, I'm going to start giving you a bullshit card because you're good for some <laughs> bullshit one episode. This is your bullshit moment right here. <laughs> I'm going to officially start the code name bullshit counter right now. If that was bullshit. Because if you look at, you know, I, I'm not even oh, going to say, let, let, Adam Thielen is a good receiver. We can all sit here and agree to that, right? Adam Thielen is a good receiver. Yeah. For a good receiver, I feel like he gets credit because he doesn't have any crazy stats. He's a good number one receiver. He's going to start on a few teams. And in the other team, he's a great number two. Keenan Allen is the can go like I said. to almost any team in the NFL right now and take a job. No, to, to me, Keenan Allen is top four is probably the top four receiver in the league. To be a top four receiver in the league, and if you ask anybody else, most people will not have him in the top ten unless you yep. know football. Yeah. Unless you know football, you will not put him in the top ten. That's why he is underrated. You have to look at the definition of underrated. Thielen isn't underrated. He rated right where he needs to be. We talk about Thielen enough for what he is. Keenan Allen is – him and Michael Thomas are the only receivers over the past three years that go over 1,000 yards. Look at his numbers. Look at – look – when you look out route runners, there have been players who have credited his skills to defeating cornerbacks. Corners will tell you he's the hardest receiver they've gone up against. The praise is coming from everywhere, but you still get your Michael Thomas, you get your DeAndre Hopkins, you get your Tyreek Hills, and then you get some people that don't need to be in that conversation. Yeah, call this a hot take or not, but I feel like Tyreek Hill is his his greatness as a receiver is a lot of that is based on his skill. Or excuse what? me, not 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 as much. Uh, sorry, excuse me, excuse me. I did not mean to say that. A lot of that is based on his speed and not his skill. All right. Yeah, because I don't I don't think Tyreek Hill is all that skillful as a receiver. I think he outruns a lot of. I think he outruns half the team. As a Chargers fan, I watched a lot of Tyreek Hill. I'm going to say that Tyreek Hill definitely benefits from having played with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes and the Andy Reid scheme. His speed is dangerous, but I will not take away what else he can do. He he can do a lot. You know, 
It's not That's like because you look at Travis Benjamin. Travis Benjamin is also incredibly fast, but the nigga can't catch. He afraid to get hit. That's true. That's true. Like, hey, okay, okay. Hold nah, on, hold on, hold on. Hold but, on, hold on. but to me, Tyreek Hill is a great open field runner. Yeah, I mean Tyreek Hill is a great open field runner. Tyreek Hill actually, even at his size, has actually a, a very good vertical. I've seen this man go up and get the ball over two defenders, That's which true. is very underrated. But, but. As a total wide receiver, as a complete package, do I would I put him in my top five of receivers? No, I do not. I think his physical attributes get get he gets away with a lot of things. When you when you run a four two, you get away with a lot of stuff. Even when you're underthrown, you're underthrown and you still are beat. You still have your guy beat by by a good yard. And I'm now, not gonna, I feel like his height does give him a little bit of a, a leg up in a way because you have to go lower to, to try to get him. So you're throwing your 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 balance is already dropping a sense. But that's after the catch. He got to catch the ball first, and that's why I give him more credit because he does catch it. Now, in your defense, I think Adam Thielen is I, Chris. Let me finish. I think Adam Thielen is underrated because at the same time with Thielen. If if you're a fantasy player, you know who Thielen is. If you're an yeah. everyday if you're an everyday football fan, you know Stephon Diggs. You you hear exactly. Thielen, but you gravitate towards you gravitate towards the Stephon Diggs. Because even when even when you just discussed it, you thought about you talk about it as the duo. And the fact right. that and yeah, I I was wanted to say something about that. Once that that's, that duo is now severed, they're not talking about Thielen anymore. Right. The question is that like, Thielen is now in question. It's like, can he do it without Diggs? Can he do it with, you know, as the number one receiver? And to me, in a sense, that makes him more underrated because it's like you're you're now questioning everything he's done prior to Diggs. And 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 like another thing with that is Thielen is best in in the slot situation. A lot sure. of slot receivers often get discredited because they're they don't have the size they don't have the speed so slot receivers get discredited now this is where i have to flip back to keaton allen because this boy this owns the slot he right. owns the slot he owns but, the slot but, but he can also play outside and he's just as dangerous he's so that adds to him being underrated because he can play at any position, any any position at the wide receiver spot. We have Mike Williams, who's a good number two. He's good for a 50-50 ball. We got Joe Reed, who's going to be a bit of a gadget player and a speed player. And we got KJ like Hill. Reed. And I like KJ Hill, who we got, who's going to mainly play in the slot. So the way I see it is. If you want KJ on the on the field, he's gonna be in the slot. Keenan gonna be yeah, outside. Yeah, Keenan. You want yeah. Keenan in the slot, you're gonna put Joe Reed outside. Keenan mm-hmm. can do so much. So when you talk about Keenan Allen, like you said, your argument with Thielen was like, can he do it for the team? Can he be the team's number one receiver? So that's why I think he's rated. Because when you talk about Keenan, you don't have to you don't have to worry about that. You don't talk about him from a team aspect. You talk about him in the league aspect. When it but comes I think, but I, I and I give you that. I, but I, to, but like you said, that's that's from a from the standpoint of someone who doesn't watch football. Like you know, I feel like the person who doesn't watch football doesn't pay attention to someone like Keenan Allen because they're not watching all of the games. Like, a person that I, doesn't I, watch I, football is not going to know who Keenan Allen is. Neither would right. they with Adam Thielen. 
but but it's just like it, it, if think about but it. Who's, but, who's, but who's better? Oh, Keenan Allen. So why isn't he more underrated? Does it make you underrated to be because you're better in the situation? Yes. <laughs> but if it, but, it, but, but if, there's, we talk- if there if there's two players and if you don't watch football, you don't know about either one of them. But, but one player is significantly be better the, than the other. But, why wouldn't that be player be more underrated? Okay, I get that. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't if nobody, because if you know fantasy, you gonna know Keenan Allen too. No. Yeah. So if you know fantasy, you know Keenan. If you know football, you know Keenan. But you look at these bozos who are building these top lists, and he's not on it. And if he is on it, he's too low. Well, I feel, I feel like a lot of that shit. I feel like a lot of that shit what's, comes from it's more Thielen's, of a market what, sense. What is Thielen's Madden rating? Ninety-one. No, I think it's now dropped into the eighties. Mark, would you happen to know off the top of your head? It was a ninety-one. And uh, maybe it, no, 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 no. It was a ninety-four. Maybe a ninety-one now, but it definitely dropped. I think Keenan is only like an eighty nine or like a ninety, bro. He's a he's like a ninety one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just I did a show on this not too long ago. I'm still waiting on him to get released, so I'm not gonna speak too much about the Madden ratings for my end yet. But what I will say is Adam Thielen Adam Thielen is a ninety. So you're gonna tell me Keenan Allen's a ninety one on Madden and Thielen is a ninety. We've agreed he's better. Is, nah, he one, is he one point better? No, nah, it's about two. I'm bullshit counter. I'm just gonna count this as one for that statement. <laughs> are you? Are you? Are, hey, look, look. I think I think it's safe. I think it's safe for all of us to say, to be real, as as a football fan, I'm gonna look at this as a football fan's perspective. This is a make or break year for both of them for national recognition. Because now at this point, it's Thielen and who else? Uh, shit, number number two right now is Jefferson. Exactly my point. Who's a rookie? We don't know what he's yeah, going to come out And then we have one other, yeah. and then we we have Keenan Allen that we already we already know Keenan Allen. Yeah, get he's separation, but Keenan Allen's situation is going to end up giving. It's going to be the problem. Is he going to get Tyrod? Is he going to get Justin? Herbert, are they going to end up saying let's let's start running the ball more because we have now are going to put in a rookie quarterback? His situation is going to be a little different. So now with both of those coming, it's a make or break year for both. If you yeah. don't know both of their names right now, you're you going to you're going you. to by the end of the year. Oh yeah, I don't know many Chargers fans, so I like to talk Chargers football when I can, and I thank y'all for allowing me to do this. At this point, that Keenan Allen is an athlete. One yeah. season, he had a rushing touchdown. He passing touchdown. I don't think he had a passing one. I, I thought he did. He didn't try. It ain't charters and trick plays. They don't really be doing them. But he rushed for a touchdown. <laughs> he caught an interception. You can you can you can run the ball with him too. There's a lot you can do with him. The problem with Keenan going into this year is that there are a lot of mouths to feed. Right. Yeah. Especially with Hunter Henry, this is his big year. 
because he's playing on the franchise tag right now. Yeah. And Tyrod and Herbert have a good rapport with him, and they need to. So they I have, feel – need to, yeah. So I feel like if any pass catcher, if anybody is going to ball out, it has to be Hunter Henry. Keenan Allen is already in talks for getting a contract extension. I think mm-hmm. it's going to get done. I think we keep him for at least another three to four years. And I How feel like he? 28. Then, yeah. There, y'all going to keep him. Like, well, th- so that's another thing with Thielen. Thielen's, I he's think he's young. 31. Thielen's like 31 now. So we only got yeah. like another year with him anyway. And you got to think, Keenan missed a lot of years with injury. So not only, you know, he he's, he's, yeah, he's fresher than you would think. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, man, I love talking to me some Chargers football. I love talking football, especially with people knowledgeable know what they're talking about. But I oh, think of we've been nerding out for mm-hmm. a minute here. I know it's getting late. We got jobs we got to get to in the morning. <laughs> some of us got kids we got to take care of. I know that girl yelling at them. I know hey, it's bad time. Hey, she already done left me. She, she done hit me. <laughs> hey, hey, she done hit me with that. Let me know when you're done. And just walk away. <laughs> so we're going to wrap up things here. Uh, once again, Mark, uh, tell the people where they can find you. Tell them a little bit about your cast. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm I'm under NBA cast on all social media platforms, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, as well as YouTube. I'm getting more into the podcast situations itself. So you can find me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. But if you'd like to watch some of our visuals, find us on YouTube. Shout out the team. Hey. hey. Hey, my team is unbelievable, man. Chris, you helped me so much. You continue to help me. So it has been nothing but a pleasure for me to come back here on your show and return some of the favor. I appreciate you guys for having me here. Cold hey, name. Man, thank you for coming, man. Hey, code name. I hey, it was nice meeting you. Talking. Hey, to you, you as well, bro. It's, it's a good time, bro. This we got. Hey. Oh, of course not. We got to do this again, and next time it's got to be on our shows. So hopefully, I can split some of my fans and point them in y'all's direction. And I'm sure I got some anime nerds out there. Hey, for hey, sure. Real niggas know. You know <laughs> exactly. what I'm saying? Everybody loves. Exactly. Anime and football make the world go around, baby. Come on now. Hey, y'all, but it's been great talking. And until next time, it's been me, your boy, C Row Money Money. That's C dot R O double dollar. It's been great talking to y'all once again. It's been me, your boy, C Row Money Money. That's C dot R O double dollar sign. Yo, y'all have a good night, my fellow Blurs, Nerds, and Peaceful Herds. It's your boy, codename Comment No Donati. And again, I don't have a super outro, but uh, it's your <laughs> boy, Marcus, at NBA Cast again. And like I said, I appreciate y'all having me on the show. All right, y'all. We about you. Peace. Yo.